Welcome to the Modern Day Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Robinson. Here, we venture into the heart of smart investing using the time-tested wealth pyramid method. In a world buzzing with financial noise, we cut through the clutter. This isn't just about money. It's about crafting your ideal life, achieving financial independence, and building wealth with purpose and strategy. Every episode offers actionable insights, expert opinions, and a fresh perspective. Ready to shape your financial destiny? Dive in with us. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Modern Day Investor. I am Mark Robinson, CEO and founder of the International Academy of Wealth. Now, before I carry on, guys, make sure you like and subscribe to our either our YouTube channel or podcast, depending on which way you're listening or watching. And we appreciate your support. We really want to get this out to as many people as possible. Now, like I promised in the last episode, this one is all about the biggest mistake business owners make. And if you are one of them, hey, it's not too late to change, right? We just got to put the steps in place for it. Now, I believe without a doubt, and I remember doing this mistake myself when I first got into business, is that the biggest mistake people make or business owners make is they reinvest 100% of their profits back into their business. And this is from predominantly day one, yeah? And the reason why I know it's one of the biggest mistakes is because the stats are just there to, for everybody to see, right? And what I mean by that is 80% of all businesses fail within the first two years, right? Fail within the first two years. Now that's a lot of businesses when they first get started, okay? The other out of the last 20%, 80% of them fail in the next five to 10 years. Yeah, so in, if you're in 10 years in business, right, you're doing something right, or you know, you don't know when to give up. <laughs> Sometimes it can be a bit of both, right? So look, you know, one of the things I want you guys to sort of consider is to start to take out profits from day one, no matter how little it may be. So you get into that habit. You know, one of the things that I learned when I was really starting to, you know, get into this space, you know, what do the wealthy do? And they always pay themselves first, right? They, they're number one. And that, that can be a couple of ways to do that, whether it's pulling out a wage or whatever the case may be. But what I'm talking about is over and above your wage. Yeah, I want to make sure that you actually pull out um, the, enough money, like to, enough money to start investing and to start investing in uh, either at the top of the pyramid, like, like sort of short term, more cash flow, right? Or to start to build out your the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. So I just really want you guys to sort of make that. Geez, I don't know about you. If, if, if you're watching me on YouTube, mate, there's something wrong with my eye today. <laughs> now, the reason why I want to say this, right, is I remember uh, uh, many years ago, probably about 15 years ago now, you know, we had built out multiple businesses. We had a mortgage broking business. We created a financial planning business. We had a property one, uh, an insurance business. And then we brought on an accounting firm, right? We created an accounting firm and we went out to our database and we said, hey, if we were to build an accounting practice, um, what are the top three things that you wanted? Yeah, and we got a lot of good responses back, but the main ones that were, right, that they wanted um, a fixed fee, right? They were tired of just, you know, every phone call they got billed uh, for 15 or 30 minutes of time at 300 bucks an hour. Uh, so they wanted the, a fixed fee for the year. They wanted to be have cash flow, right? So they wanted to be able to pay that off over the 12 months uh, and they wanted unlimited access, yeah? They were the main the main three ones. So what we did after we had that information, we actually went, hey guys, you know, uh, choir group, we've got an acquire accounting. 
Um, here it is, it's a fixed fee, unlimited access, pay us every month, yeah? Now we had, and we set it up straight away, right? And this is back when, you know, our mentors were saying, you know, you know, build a, build a product, uh, collect cash and then actually create the product, right? Um, so, so, and do it on the delivery. So what happened was we actually did that, yeah? So we had about sixty dollars to $80,000 sitting in our bank account before we went out and hired the accountant. So we already had the licenses and all that sort of stuff that you have to do in that space, right? Already set up and then we went out and got the accountant. Now, unfortunately, we got the wrong one, right? We, we he, he bamboozled us. Uh, he turned around and said, accounting practice is different. It's got to be, uh, you know, um, managed differently. And look, about two years later, long story short, the guy was full of, you know what, and uh, it cost us a million dollars personally to, to fix his mistakes, right? It, 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 it literally brought down um, the way that we wanted to do business uh, moving forward, which was, you know, a, a blessing because we've, you know, we've, we've got a much more flexible lifestyle now than if we had those types of traditional businesses still. So now what we learned though, right, if, if we hadn't been taking money from one business to build another business, taking money from that business to build another business, right, we would have been in, in, a, in a world of pain, right? We would have had to literally um, go into liquidation, we would have had to close down all those businesses, and we would have had to start from absolute scratch again. So by taking money out of our businesses and creating other additional income streams, right, is, is the best thing we did and we did it from day one now what we learned from that though is if all those income streams are actually interconnected it can also cause a lot of pain as well so if you are in business and you're thinking well i'm selling a blue widget and if i take money out and i go sell a yellow widget and then a green one and so on and so on but if all those widgets are pretty much connected right then uh you know you will still end up potentially having this domino effect right we, we were actually uh fortunate enough to be able to stop and contain it but and if we didn't have all the cash flow and all our other businesses we wouldn't have been able to help our clients uh, that were affected by this person's mistake so what i want you to understand there is to start taking money out and take it out completely out of your business and start to invest it into cash flow opportunities, right? So that it's almost like that, you know, basically, you know, sell it once, get paid forever, right? It, you know, probably the worst saying ever that network marketing and multi-level marketing companies say, but, you know, yeah, one of the biggest lessons we learned many, many years ago, probably at least 20, 25 years ago, was, you know, from a company called Amway. Right, uh, how to lose friends and uh, disinterest people <laughs> uh, situation. But what I learned about that, I actually learned the phrase passive income from them, even though it is far, far from passive if you can ever get, right? But the lessons from that saying, you know, get paid, you know, paid once, get paid forever. The, the, the way I took that, guys, was to take money from, the, the business that you have and then invest it into assets that could and have the potential to pay you forever. Yeah. Now we are not believers in, um, uh, we're definitely not believers in passive income, 
right? Uh, we, we would rather you call it portfolio income because it still has to be managed. You still need to make sure that whatever your portfolio is doing, you're making decisions on it on a regular basis. Even if it's just to go, you know what, we're going to stay in those shares, stay in those cryptos. We're going to look to uh, you know, sell that property and go into this type of property, etc., etc. So every single part of it is part of you building your perfect portfolio, and it means that you don't uh, you don't have to uh, you know rely on others or rely on your one business, right? Your one income that comes from it. It's by far the the biggest mistake that we we see, right? Is is people start to rely on one business or one income stream. Uh, and it, and it, and it's dangerous. You know, the world is definitely changing, guys. You know, um, I don't want to go back to, to 2020. You know, but we saw generational businesses in Australia just fold over overnight, right? You know, a couple of months and stuff. You know, because they they got the the rules changed and it changed quickly. And this is the key that things are going to get faster and faster. You know, don't get me wrong, guys, in, in either this season or definitely in season two, I'm going to talk about the effects of AI, artificial intelligence, and, you know, how you can, uh, I'm going to bring experts in and show you how you can actually bring that into your business, right? Because I we're bringing it into our business, probably not as fast as I'd like us to. Yeah, there you go. There's a, there's a transparency, right? But definitely in 2024, we will be bringing it into our business on more of a day-to-day basis because it's bloody important. To, to see how you can actually benefit from this, yeah? So, because imagine if you can take a tool like this, going down a little rabbit hole here, <laughs> but imagine if you can take a tool like that, right, and increase your productivity with your current employees. It's not about replacing your employees, guys, but to me, it's more around you actually becoming um, uh, getting them to become far more productive. And a far more productive means they, they have the potential to become far more happier and so on and so on, right? So I really want you guys to understand that. Now, here's the thing, right? And and is, you know, probably the biggest uh, objection that we hear when I talk about the biggest mistake, you know, is, oh, you know, look, I'm, I'm struggling to make ends meet now. You know, every single dot, the business needs every single dollar. Well, you know, look, I'm going to call BS on that. You know, we do regular checks on what we're paying guys and we generally can find anywhere from a hundred a hundred bucks a week and i know that look, i know that doesn't sound like a lot of money right a hundred bucks a week but imagine if you can take that hundred bucks a week at the at the end of the year you got five grand and then that five grand can start to make you an income of 500 bucks a year you know fifteen hundred dollars a year yeah that can happen as well sometimes even five grand a year you can turn that income into it right that means the following year it's you know you there's another five grand you don't have to go and find from your business and when we go into businesses you know we generally can find like i said 100 bucks a week sometimes 500 bucks a week and sometimes thousands of dollars a month that you're spending on nothing and i mean literally nothing right you know we have an incredible cfo and she's regularly looking at our subscriptions making sure that we're making the most of everything that we do um, and it's important to understand that, right? And if you're a one-man band, look, we get it. You, you think that, you know, at the end of the day, you've you've just spent, you know, 8, 10, 12 hours. You then have to go and, you know, work on the business. Well, you can change that. And I'm not going to be one of these people that says that, you know, you can change that in a day or a week. No. But imagine if you can do it over in, incrementally over time, 
right? You can get in there and you can just make sure that you're making those savings, increasing your profit, right? And these are just some of the things that we can educate you on at the International Academy of Wealth. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, um, a, a plug there for sure, right? Because we understand what we're doing. We've been in business since, you know, self-employed since I was about 20. You know, I did actually, um, you know, I went to try and get a job uh, one year uh, when Billy fell, fell pregnant and I lasted six weeks, right? I uh, thought, you know what? Hey, I'm going to be a dad. I better go get a job, you know, after being employed for, you know, what's that? Uh, 20 uh, for about eight years right and um yeah it was incredible right I, they they the crazy bastards made me turn up right every single day I had to turn up by 8 30 I couldn't leave till five uh and you know I lasted six weeks and that was like four weeks of training right and then two in the branch as a, as a financial planner uh for a financial institution in Australia and it was just like man what the what is this and then uh, went off and joined a, a mate of mine who set up a mortgage broking business on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, and then, you know, he, um, he after he had set it up, uh, he actually left, right? And then I bought into the business and, you know, the, the rest is history, as they say. So, you know, if you're turning around and you're saying that you don't have enough, uh, you know, disposal income to invest in a, in a coaching program like, like ours, look, the best thing I suggest, guys, is just book a call, right? And I'll make sure our team has a book a call um, link that you can you can get uh, access to, have a chat with me or, or one of our team, and we'll see if we can find some additional uh, income in your business, you know? Because actually, I'll tell you what, I'll give you an, uh, a, a, a little ninja trick, right? And this has worked for us extremely well over the years, yeah? So what, what I want you to do is to, um, you know, your landlord, right? Yeah, this is business, but you know, from a, a business owner, guys, but this works in, in, in any way, right? So think of, you know, whether you've got a mortgage or you're renting, right? It could be either a business premises or even at home, yeah? So how much does the mortgage or rent have to go up before you would look to move or sell, yeah? So what I mean by that is if your mortgage or your rent went up 100 bucks a week, would you move or sell your property? Now, if you turned around and said no, then we've just found a hundred dollars, yeah, a hundred bucks a week, because you will find it from somewhere, won't you? But the key here is to now, right, go and create what we call a wealth account, and literally from this week move a hundred dollars into there and set up an automatic payment, right, going into your wealth account, and at some point you'll take that money and you'll invest it, yeah. Um, now the why now what I want you to do though is go up and go, well, if, what if it went up $200, would you move? And if it's a yes, then you come down $20. Would you move if it was 180? And you would keep coming back down until you found that point that you would either sell or you would move, yeah? Now, I don't know what it's like in other parts of the world, guys, but in Australia, in reality, it takes about two grand to move places, yeah? Um, more than that to sell. So, you know, generally anywhere from two to three grand. So that, and you think about it, that's 60, 40, 60 bucks a week. So the, in re, if you think that's like, your rent has to go up by 60 bucks a week for it to be actually viable to move in the first place. So most people can find 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks a week, right? More likely, if we really were honest with ourselves, you would, you would have 
maybe a hundred bucks a week that you could find, right? And if you really are committed to actually changing the way things are done, you will be able to find that sweet spot. We actually, uh, one of our members in New Zealand, a single mum of five kids, found $258. Like it was very, very uh, precise as to what she could find, 280 something bucks. Um, in her budget, right? So she automatically moved that into a wealth account and started to change the way that she did, does things, yeah? So that's just something to consider, guys. It's a little ninja trick. You have to basically blame the bank, right? Or blame the landlord, those greedy banks, those greedy landlords, you know, they've taken my money. But in reality, you've got to trick your mind and make sure that you're the greedy landlord and the greedy bank, right? Profiting off yourself. So I think that's a good spot to leave this episode, guys. Um, you know, I really... You know, I hope you guys are enjoying it. You know, I'm actually enjoying uh, putting these podcasts and video channels together, you know. But look, if you if you have other things that you're thinking about, you know, you're comfortable with your current lifestyle, you don't need to take financial risks. This is all about helping you take out the financial risks, right? A lot of people don't know this, but, you know, just having money sitting in the current system, having money sitting in a bank account is actually has more risks than you know. Yeah, most Western countries have what they call the bail-in laws. Yeah, and the bail-in laws mean that the banks can steal your money legally. Legally take your money to bail themselves out. Yeah, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, cricket, to be honest. You know, so if you think that your money is safe in the bank, you know, that's not necessarily the case anyway. So anyway, I just, uh, yeah, let's leave it there. I'm looking forward to the next episode, guys. Uh, those of you that are employees, right? If you are seeing your business owners, uh, you know, your employers doing this, maybe have a chat to them. Maybe um, recommend our Modern Investor podcast that might be able to help them out. Might even be able to make your job a lot safer. Where the next one we're going to be talking about, guys, is the biggest mistake employees make. Yeah, there's probably a couple up there which I'll probably chat about as well. Uh, but the biggest mistake employees make. And if you're an employer, like I said, I highly recommend you tune into this one as well uh, because we really want to make our employees as productive as possible. And if we can take away uh, some of the stress that they have, uh, you know, the better. Yeah, they will become better employees. They won't want to go anywhere, no matter how much they're getting headhunted, so on and so on, right? Because one thing we've learned over time, guys, it's not always about the pay rise. It's not always about the pay rise. Yeah, don't get me wrong, the money part helps, but if you can um, create an environment that keeps them happy, they're not gonna go anywhere. Yeah, and that's something that's really important. And happy employees are productive employees. And if you're an employee, guys, I, I think you'd agree with me, right? You would you'd be keen to be happier. You know, how do we make that happier? So I'm gonna talk about that in the next episode. See you then. Bye. None of this is advice, not even general in nature. If you would like to seek specific advice to your personal circumstances, we urge you to speak to a licensed financial professional.